Hey everybody, and welcome back to Swoop Radio. I am your host, Josh Sanchez. And man, what a week again in sports. The NFL action is crazy. Carson Wentz gets benched. I got to talk about the Sixers as well. Basketball starts literally tonight at 7 p.m. I know it's just preseason action, but I am excited. Hockey's in talks about playing like a 60-game, 50-60-game season, and they'll start in January. So sports are slowly coming back, and Swoop Radio is absolutely excited. But for today's podcast, again, before I get started, you can tune in every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m., um, and I am on anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. All you have to do is Google Swoop Radio and a bunch of these links pop up. Click on one of them, hit that subscribe button, and let's get rocking. So the main topic of today's podcast, and I'll get into obviously my weekly picks and I also to get into a little bit of basketball talk because I got to get into uh, what Simmons and Embiid have talked about in the media. And it, it's all it's all great, great stuff for the Sixers. The Sixers are trending up and then the Philadelphia Eagles are absolutely trending down. And I was I was for the Carson Wentz benching a while ago. I thought that even Dallas, that second half. Maybe you bench Carson Wentz just to be like, hey, you need to start playing good. Because Carson, the problem isn't that Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback. Uh, I just think that this year Carson Wentz is in a big rut. And it's a mixture of a lot of things. Yes, Carson Wentz this season has played absolutely terrible. And I am one of those people that, that have been for him to be benched for weeks. But the organization has also failed Carson Wentz. The coaching staff has also failed Carson Wentz. The reason why the coaching staff has failed Carson Wentz is because Miles Sanders is averaging over five yards a carry, close to six yards a carry, which is unheard of. And the fact that the run-pass ratio is like, 66 to 44 or some some ridiculous stat like that. It's one of the highest. The Eagles throw the ball literally one of the highest, like the, the, the most amount, sorry guys, in the league compared to everyone else. A perfect offense is around maybe 53% pass, 47% run. But the Eagles completely, they just throw the ball 40 times a game. And when your offensive line is not really as good as it usually is because of injuries, all you're doing is you're putting your quarterback in harm's way. And that's one of the reasons why, even though Jalen Hurts came in in the second half of the Packers and played very well, he was also sacked three times and also threw an interception. Because again, I mean, obviously the Eagles were down a lot, so that's why we had to throw a lot. But this week against the Saints, the Eagles have to get into that more. They have to get closer to that 53-47 range between run and pass. Because if a defense knows you're just going to drop back 40 times a game, you're going to get sacked, you're too predictable, 
And defenses can predict you. And you don't want that. Once the defenses know what you're doing, it's over. And as, I mean, I didn't play football seriously. But in high school when I played, we were able to predict run and pass. It was over. Like, it didn't matter how great the offensive players were. I already knew what the play was. I already know that it's going to be a run. Your wide receivers are, are lined up way too wide. And I know that you don't have the arm strength to throw it. It's a run play. It's like, that's just that's just simple football IQ 101. So that's why the coaching staff has failed once. And that's where I put the blame a little bit on Doug Peterson. You got to have a more balanced attack. But the ownership has been absolutely terrible. And I talked about this last week because I really flipped out and I really was angry and I still am. But like I said last week, you only have one draft pick out of your last 50 that has made the Pro Bowl and that that name is Sir Carson Wentz. Everyone else that you have drafted these past five, six drafts have not made the Pro Bowl. And then you see Justin Jefferson, you see DK Metcalf, you see Dalvin Cook. From a couple years ago. Instead of taking Sidney Jones. I wanted Dalvin Cook in the second round. He was right there for the taking. Did not get him. Miles Sanders is solid. But he's not Dalvin Cook. Jalen Rager I think. Give him a chance to grow. He can really stretch the field and be a speedster. But can he run the full route tree. Like Justin Jefferson. No. That's just small stuff. And I can get into it more and more, but that's why the whole organization has failed. And then Carson Wentz's play. Sacked over 47 times this year. Lost at least five to six fumbles. Has thrown a league-high 15 interceptions. He should have got benched the Seattle game, to be fair. You go the first five drives, three and out. Get on the bench. Put in in Jalen Hurts. Because Jalen Hurts, the Eagles need something on offense. They have scored 17 points the last three weeks in a league where teams are scoring touchdowns left and right. This team is absolutely terrible on offense. Pathetic. And on defense, their their linebackers suck. So with this draft coming up, hopefully the Eagles, best case scenario though, You put in Jalen Hurts. He plays good, solid football the rest of the year. Then next year, you open up with a competition. You can either trade Jalen Hurts. I don't think the Eagles will do that because Jalen Hurts is the future. Because I don't know why you're taking a quarterback in the second round. But Jalen Hurts plays good enough where you can at least look to ship him or trade him for more draft picks and maybe even a stud player. And then you have a fair quarterback competition next preseason and if Wentz can't win that job then he is clearly not a good quarterback right now though he is in a rut he needs to take a break he needs to watch the game of football because some of his decision making is absolutely terrible and it's time for a break every once in a while we all need breaks in our job and just because Carson Wentz is benched does not mean that he's a trash quarterback What this means is he just needs a break. He has had back surgery. He has had an ACL tear. He has also had a a huge concussion to end last year. Each year it's been ending with an injury. So it's good that he's not injured this year. But he needs to take some time to study the field, 
and learn and get back to the Carson Wentz that we know he can be. And if he comes back next year and struggles again, Jalen Hurts is the guy. Whether you like it or not, he's the guy. And hopefully the Eagles can hit on these draft picks coming up, especially with this top draft pick. Because if the Eagles lose out, they will easily get a top five draft pick. And that would be great. The Eagles could get a stud linebacker. They can get a they can get either the, the the wide receiver from LSU or the wide receiver from Alabama. Two studs. And then you have the, and then you have a superstar on one side, and then you complement with Jalen Rager on the other. That's perfect. It's all the Eagles need. Or you get that stud linebacker that be the anchor and the leader of the defense. Something that the Eagles have not had since Jeremiah Trotter. I mean, I mean, Bradham did a really decent job in our Super Bowl year. Same with Hicks and Kendricks. Like, that's what we need. Our guys now, our linebackers suck. We give up big runs left and right. But anyway, that's the Eagles and the Carson Wentz benching. Now I'm going to transition to a little bit of some basketball talk. And here's where it gets interesting because Ben Simmons was talking about moving in with Joel Embiid for a month and they're spending time with each other. I'm excited for the year. The Sixers have made a great draft pick in Tyrese Maxey. I love the pick. I love what the Sixers have done. They added Danny Green. They added Seth Curry. They're in talks about getting James Harden. James Harden apparently reported to training camp late. And that's very interesting to see. I don't know why he would do that. But he's clearly unhappy in Houston. And all the Sixers have to do is wait. Because the more unhappy James Harden gets, the less you're going to have to give up to get him. And the Sixers are not going to give up Simmons or Embiid. And I'm a complete fan of that. Let the two guys play with Doc Rivers as their coach. And if it doesn't work with Doc Rivers, it's not going to work with anybody. So keep keep the core as, as is. You have shooters around them. Now we just got to see them grow into the players that we always thought they would, they would be. And time to get excited in Philadelphia. But in terms of other basketball news, I know I talked about LeBron getting paid uh, last week. I know I also talked about like like Drew Holiday and and all those guys and walking and stuff. So this basketball season is going to be interesting. It's going to be very good. I know the Sixers start on the 22nd. I believe they take on the Celtics. Uh, I also I also have to check the Sixers schedule. I, I heard it was pretty easy though. They should start the season at least six and two. Um, but we will see. What happens because last year they started five and zero and everyone was hype and then slowly came the disaster <laughs> of the Sixers last season. But Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez is just excited again. I'm I'm just so excited as I'm just thinking of all the possibilities. I really think I really see these Sixers as a top three seed in the east you got to go milwaukee brooklyn and i think the sixers are right around there i i would treat the sixers in miami as similar as similar teams at the moment just because you got to give miami credit for what they did last year in the bubble 
They were in the NBA Finals. They are a mentally tough team. And the Sixers have two guys in Simmons and Embiid that could be the two best players in the Eastern Conference by the end of the year. But I'm tired of talking about hypotheticals with the Sixers team. We're just going to wait and see how they play. So I would put the Sixers right around 3-4, possibly even a 2-seed in the East. And that's nothing to sleep on. And we will have we will just have to wait and see. But before I conclude this topic and get to my NFL picks, I'm going to run down my Eastern Conference predictions for this year. So one, I got Milwaukee. Two, I got Brooklyn. Three, I got Philadelphia. Four, I got Miami. Five. And this 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 is where this is where it gets tough. Five, I would probably, because I'm putting Atlanta at eight, I'm putting the Wizards at seven. I, I really like Washington to make the playoffs this year. Orlando, I think, does not get in this year. They've had just a couple, they just had a couple hiccups. Toronto, I would say Toronto at five. And then, actually, no, 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 no. Sorry, guys. Milwaukee one, Brooklyn two, Philly three, um, Miami 4, 5 Boston, 6 Toronto, 7 Washington, 8 Hawks. So that's my prediction for the Eastern Conference. Next podcast, I'll get into the Western Conference and what I predict. But I know I usually do like a little segue and a little break in between podcasts, but we're going to conclude today's podcast with some NFL weekly picks because last week, as I give you guys a rundown of what happened last week, last week I went two and three in my games. I got, I got the Bills right. I got the Packers right, but my other games, I was wrong. In these past three weeks, I have been struggling with picks. I got the Giants pick wrong. I got Man, I'm, as I'm just looking at this, I got the Rams wrong. I thought the Cardinals would win. Just just not good. So we got to get back into the winning track. And I also completely got Cleveland wrong. Shout out to Baker Mayfield. He played his best football of his NFL career. And for a guy that is on a lot of commercials, he's finally starting to live up to the name Baker Mayfield. So for week 14 in the NFL, who would have thought? And for the year, I am 35 26 and one. So as I'm looking at this week's games, we're going to start with, I can't do Thursday's game because again, that game already happened. I will do the chiefs and dolphins because both teams are above 500. The dolphins play really good defense. Yes, they do. But can their offense put enough points against the Kansas city chiefs? Patrick Mahomes is playing his best football. I'm going with the Chiefs to beat the Dolphins. I do think it'll be a close game, though. So to bet this game, I would bet this game for the Dolphins to cover. But I like the Chiefs to win this game. I think they went on a last second field goal. I'll go 26-23 Chiefs. Next, we will do, since the Cowboys stink, I'm done doing Cowboys games. Saints-Eagles, obviously Jalen Hurts is making his first start, but this Saints team is very good and solid. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints in this game. 
they've just been I know their schedule has been super easy though. They played Atlanta twice in Denver with no quarterback. But Jalen Hurts, it's his first start. I do think the Eagles keep it close. I think the Eagles cover the spread, but I got to go with New Orleans winning the game. Steelers, Bills, this game. Steelers are coming off of a loss to, to Washington. I honestly, I like Buffalo to beat the Steelers. The Steelers are a good football team, but they're not a number one seed in the AFC. They're not. The Chiefs are clearly the number one seed in the AFC. So I'm going to go with the Bills to beat the Steelers. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game though. 24 to 20. I think the Bills defense really steps up and it's going to be a great Sunday night primetime football game. I will also do Monday's game between Cleveland and the Ravens. The Ravens have been trending down a little bit and Cleveland's been trending up. Cleveland is nine and three. But that being said, I like Baltimore to beat Cleveland this week on Monday night. Lamar Jackson's passing has been a huge question mark, but I really like Baltimore to be able to run the football in Cleveland, and they just match up well against Cleveland. Whenever the two teams play, the Baltimore has dominated Cleveland. So, so far for my picks, Chiefs, Saints, Bills, Ravens and I'll do one more game we got Colts Raiders I could do we can do Cardinals Giants um I will choose I will choose Cardinals Giants just because I know both teams are over 500 between Colts and Raiders but the Giants have been playing really good football And the Cardinals have been trending down a little bit. But I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals to beat the Giants this week. I think Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins have bounce back weeks. The Cardinals are due for a big win. And I think the Cardinals get it against the Giants. So my five picks for the week. Hopefully I'll be better this time. Baltimore on Monday night. Buffalo Sunday night. Saints beating the Eagles. Jalen Hurts' first start. Giant uh, Cardinals beating the Giants and the Chiefs beating the Dolphins. You guys can tune in to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Anchor, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Click on Google, search Swoop Radio. All my links pop up. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe out there. Make sure you continue to wear your mask. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop!